0: Hi, this is Mish Hancock, and you are listening to Mishmash, a place where I get to talk to the weird, wacky, wonderful people of this world, people I adore and want to know more about. Today, my guest is Paul Cook. Paul has overcome cancer multiple times. He has overcome addiction. He is an author. He is a radio personality, currently on Y98FM. And I could go on, but it could all be summed up in one word. Pluckiness. (laughs) Pluckiness. <laughs> yes. Hi, Paul Cook.
1: Mish, this I'm is excited. Honor. See, I Thank got to you. be
0: on, I got to be on with you, so you're on with me. So yes. yay, this is fun. Now this we have great. like we have perfect circle balance going exactly.
1: on. Exactly. And we have this great chemistry together. Very good chemistry. Thank you.
0: Let's talk about our fun chemistry. <laughs> <The> Hold on. <time. laughs>
1: we should do a show. Let's all just that. talk just about us. For a job. <laughs> this is a resume right here. Demo tape.
0: Oh my gosh! So I am—I'm so excited. I got to meet you, right? I met you through Marcus Adrian, who we mm-hmm. love and adore. Love um, him. For me, I know Marcus from being a TEDx speaker, and he's Amazing like your neighbor. Talk.
1: Yes, he's my neighbor, and we've go to church together, and have okay. met in these other little groups through the church. It's—he's awesome.
0: It's, and he's so a good smart. neighbor, right? Great and neighbor. And I met his wife. I mean, family. He, the, the, his whole—the whole family is awesome. He—he's just one of the most wonderful, like, uh, I love he him. He is
1: such a cool, again, like you, humble dude, but just Aww. exuberant wonderfulness.
0: So you've been through all kinds of wackiness, sir. Yeah. And yet, here you are, Mr. Exuberant. Oh, so, man. What?
1: What Cut. the? Here. What the, oh, this is good. I'm you showing can a book show because
0: I can show, like, well, in the podcast, they can't see it. Yeah. But just saying here, I have this book, Cooked in L.A. by Paul Cook. I'm carrying yes. it everywhere with me.
1: Yes, that is your this status is symbol. Companion. She's holding it up. A giant pill shaped like a microphone is what we're saying for the podcast. And why,
0: why would that be?
1: I, I have no idea. They just thought that. No, I don't know. I uh, just like that cover. Yes, I know. That was the first, <laughs> the first cover that the publisher sent me, and I said, you nailed it. You nailed yeah, it. Because that's a I good was cover. a pill popper. A pill uh, popper. A lot of pills. It all started. You didn't ask, but maybe you did. Uh, it all started <laughs> getting my wisdom teeth removed. And this is a huge thing right now. Wisdom teeth removed, first time ever. I mean, I drank before that, and this was after college. Had my wisdom teeth removed and my first opiate. They gave us oh,
0: uh, really? oxycodone,
1: and I'll I'll never forget. On the couch at my parents' house, took that pill. They said, "You'll want to take this when you get home, so you know you'll be comfortable." I started laughing. I just started chuckling, and my dad was like, "What's going What's on to with do you?" With
0: you, yeah. yeah. And
1: I I say it in the book. I I wanted to live the rest of my life that way. It was tough to. Uh, go on from there. It just kind of opened up a piece a of me. There's a lot
0: of people that have this story. Yeah, exactly. There's a exactly. lot of people that have this story. It really, it messes with your brain chemistry in such a way Great that point. for some people it's, it's like I'm going to keep doing this.
1: My drug of choice. It's like, yeah. that's why I always say to with parents, try to help your kids not experiment, not have that experimentation because if you don't experiment, with drugs, you experiment with other wonderful things in life, but with with substances, you'll never find your drug of choice, you know? And I should have probably been warned, you know, now they're doing so much better. They gave me 50 of those. They'll give you seven now, you know, to go home with right, a big True, warning. Right,
0: right, right. They but don't, they're not like, yeah, we'll refill yeah, it if you feel ex- like it. Yeah, refills, you know, right. big
1: deal. And my mom, even at the time, said, I think you're enjoying these a little bit too much. Oh, mom, no, I'm not.
0: Interesting. She had, she had she kind she of an inkling knew. there, Yeah. Oh my gosh. So that had to be a super difficult journey then to get off of that.
1: It did. I, I, and I kind of thought, Ooh, that was a little weird personally. Like I thought this is a little odd. And you know, what if I actually get, I use them all even when I didn't have pain. I thought, what if I get another kind of pain? I'm not going to have this. You know, I started thinking that weird way and then I got hit with kidney stones. I've passed over 40 kidney stones. Oh, those are painful. I know. I know. Uh, so a lot of pain medicine through those as well. And that was when it just took hold really with the opiates. Yeah. I I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. So, yeah. And and then, you know, sometimes I went to a doctor and said I had a kidney stone when I didn't. You know, not usually, but there was pill, there were pills remaining. And then it was at the same time, I was kind of getting going in radio as well. And I was scared. I knew I should be talking or doing something on the radio, but I had such fear. And, you know, there's another guy in the other room listening to you, cr- criticizing you in, you know, commercial radio. And that, when I took that opiate or that pill, just one pill, even before a broadcast, the wall of doubt kind of went away. And I, I, I oh, that's great. You know, I thought I was so great. I don't know if I really was, but that doubt went away.
0: I'll be darn. Yeah. Wow. But the two things you had were things that are really painful. You know, because sometimes you can get by with ibuprofen for stuff, but right. those are two very painful things that yeah. require a heftier... Because when my daughter got her wisdom teeth taken out, we'd start it with ibuprofen and it was just not hitting it. And I it was like, wasn't. all right, we're going oh, to have to... Oh,
1: that out there, yeah. so much pain. Yeah, absolutely. Just needs to be watched over more, you know? Yeah, yeah. Really. Well,
0: and now we know, but we didn't know y- We
1: that. did not know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just don't want to be... there in agony and the doctor doesn't want you to be there in agony either. You know, understandable
0: pain is you can't, you can't think you can't function on pain. And they always said
1: with the kidney stone, you know, it's in your ureter. That's where the pain is in your back. They said, get in front of it. And my dad was always saying that too. Hey buddy, they say to get in front of it. So if you felt it a little bit, take something,
0: Right. the opiate, you know, and,
1: and that's what he was told. So sometimes like, I think I feel it, maybe take a pill. Right. And after you take that first pill, depending on your tolerance, you're kind of, your wall of doubt on that is gone too. And you're like, I'll take another, another. It's always, the defense is against that first pill, that first drink. It's I'll always the first. I'll yeah. be
0: darned. So we overcame that?
1: Yes, yes. It, it's a, it, I'm overcoming it because with the cancers, I had to take opiates again. What the hell, You know, and, uh, and was so scared about that. And because of the earlier years with opiates, I endured... Oh, uh, hey, look at me. I'm great. But I endured a lot more pain than I needed to because of that fear. And that's, I would never want to send anyone through that. So I, no. again, don't experiment. You know, watch your opiates. But yeah, that, that made that journey, both of them, a lot more painful than they needed oh to. Oh my
0: be. gosh. But that's maybe got, I'll be better. Tough.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: There's a special reward for you somewhere in heaven. They're gonna be like,
1: "Dude, where I'm <laughs> Dude, waiting. You, y- you owe me, God." <laughs> sorry, sorry.
0: <laughs> I know the feeling though. There's. A, I, I have this thought that you know, like I just imagine like the the little mish to bees on the other side, and they're think now. Now, if you want soul growth, you could go through the following. thing. And I'm going, sure, yeah, I'll do that too. Okie dokie. Yeah, sign me up. I'm doing okay. it. Great. You know, and that's my whole thing about why babies come out crying cuz when they when they come they're like whoa holy crap wait a minute no 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 i don't think i want to do this now <laughs> wait it looks a little bit different this from here it's a lot
1: different <laughs> a lot more pain and the real world hello
0: it's like earth I'm school is hard earth
1: that's it school oh earth school that's a great way of putting is it it's
0: super difficult
1: oh. And not fair. Not supposed to be fair, I guess. Right? Not
0: fair. And there's Who a told us that, bunch of Mish? stuff you're supposed to learn from this. <laughs> yeah.
1: Just and we think learned from that pain. I know. If everything's easy, you don't learn. And like, but then when we're going through, it's like, I don't want this. Maybe oh, I don't comfort. want this lesson. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Pass me over, lesson. <laughs>
0: No, I totally am with you on that. It's, it's, but it is, it is. There's something. There's got to be something. There has to be a reason why we're doing all this. <sighs> I don't know. I mean, or maybe I'm gonna get to heaven and God will be like, ha, so ha, that was hilarious to watch you doing
1: all this. <laughs> we were laughing up here. Actually, I wasn't even watching, so you don't get a benefit on that one. I went to sleep for about ten years. Like, but see
0: he was just it was killing him.
1: <laughs> Isn't it funny the things we think about? I actually think about that stuff. I do too. I know. Oh my God. Well,
0: it's because I, I, for me, it started growing up. It started with church. <laughs> this is terrible sure. to say. But I thought church was so boring. But I figured out, well, I have this brain. And so while I was in church, I would just think of weird stuff oh, because cool. that was like, you know. occupied. occupy. It, you can't yeah. move. You, you know, can't it's get not out of like, there. Yeah. I mean, I was there and I wasn't really into what was happening. And so I would just like be like, ooh. What weird things can I think about while
1: I'm here today? I don't think that's horrible. That is pretty cool.
0: <laughs> but it was also why I never understood my religion. Because yeah, I right. got you didn't older, really learn. you know, oh, I hadn't a clue. I mean, you know, people would ask me, I grew up Catholic, and people would ask me a question about it. And I remember one time, my mom was like, I don't even know what the question was. And she looked at me, and she's like, that is comp- not at all what we believe. <laughs> I was like, oh, sorry. I, I wasn't really paying attention. So, yeah. Oh, my yeah.
1: gosh. That's so so true. It's just how
0: it is. All right, we are going to take a break. We'll be back with Paul Cook. Okay, we, we are back with Paul Cook. You have a new mission. I do. I
1: think you should tell us. It is that every family, adult family, has as many sour gummy bears as they can at their household. That's what my (laughs) mission is. I want as many... I'm addicted to sour gummy bears and I want much they of them. They are so
0: very good for everyone. You like them too? Well, I know you
1: like gummy bears. That's I mean, why I said that. I
0: love sour gummy bears. I know that's why you said <laughs> that. I love sour gummy bears. Oh my God. Plus, they're I do so too. freaking cute. Oh, but they're so
1: cute. I have actually. They're this like is, happy candy. I had a sore in my mouth once from having too many. Well, no, yeah. On you, them.
0: Yeah, you can get crazy on yeah. them. Yeah. I can get crazy on anything. There's, well, obviously, <laughs> this is what you keep telling me. <laughs> hey, right, now I'm here forever. <laughs> Paul is camped out. <laughs>
1: he At won't shock leave shock city. city
0: we don't know what to do extreme
1: everything meanwhile
0: there's like static on Y98 <laughs>
1: dead air and just like Katy Jill uh, Devine's there Perry. going
0: I, well, I Paul gotta get will home. be back soon <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got two kids and a career and nobody after me that's what Jill would be saying I'm sorry, yes. That's
0: not your mission? No, that's not it. Damn. That's not okay. it. I took a
1: flyer that you would say, that's it, let's go, boom. <laughs> but no, it is actually through all of this, and I have talked to you before, and that's a lot about my book, Cooked in L.A., and about helping people with substance issues and uh, helping parents to discuss that with their kids. It's not just a discussion, it's an ongoing thing, right? So, boom, I do want to do that, and that I love that. But when I got colorectal cancer the second time, and dealt with that, and have come through it, I felt a new uh, resilience, and a new, um, well, pluckiness, you know? Pluckiness. And I thought, I want to help people with that, and that's probably what I should be talking about. You know, there's a lot of substance abuse help out there, and gosh, much more is needed too, but I want to help people who have been beat up by their health, and have felt this is going to withhold me from having the good life. This this chronic illness, this, uh, you know, maybe it is an addiction, that as well, you know, or depression, mental illness, cancer, you know, you find out you got MS. And I want to help them find that resilience that, that I discovered, you know, and, and that new life. There's such a, it, it, you know, I wasn't always like this, at least this last year, I was down, I was depressed. I was well yeah, beaten. when
0: you're not feeling good though, when you're when your health, when your body doesn't feel good, it's kind of hard to be all happy, so cheery, true. let's run around and have fun. on no gratefulness. That's there's for sure. like there's it's like your body is like, this aches, this doesn't feel right, I just want to sleep, what the hell, you know. Exactly. Why yeah. me
1: comes in a lot. And Why I'm sure, me? Right. And I had that, and that's what I want to help with. I want to help, possibly the pain has subsided mostly, maybe you're in recovery, but you're still beat down, and I just want to be a source uh, to kind of coach a little bit in a way, a little map that I discovered, a way to bring bring you out of it better. I and love I, it. I think there's a real pot of strength that you don't have to become, hey, become this, Tony, Rob, that's already there. Because of that pain, it has m- melded that, and that's not a totally new concept or anything, but- even deeper than that, there's something special. They say people that have had PTSD, which we know now, it's not just soldiers who deserve all of our respect, but people maybe like me. Right. And on the other side of it, I discovered something called post-traumatic growth. And it's an amazing concept. Uh, I like Richard Tedeschi is, is a PhD, along with Lawrence Calhoun in the mid-90s. They discovered this PTG, and they found out that Through that post traumatic stress disorder, many people, not most, but many people will have a growth they didn't have before. A new light has come into their life in five different, one of five different categories.
0: You find something within you that says, you know, because like my, I shared with you my story, you know, going through adopting a a son that, you know, ends up being a sociopath, right? Yes. And when you're just feeling like, there's no way out of this. I don't There's know how you got no through that. freaking way out of this. But my thought was when it when, you know, there was that light start, I was like, okay, um, this is this this is ending. This is yes. going to be the end of all of this. Yes. I just remembered thinking, you know, life could look a heck of a lot different a year and two and three and four and five years down the road. Mm. And if I start now, wow. I'll figure it out. Yes. You know, and it is amazing. Like after ten years, like I can look back and go, whoo Oh, All right.
1: I can tell Way when you told better. me the story. Just Way about- better. Oh my gosh. Yes, right. But it's,
0: it's that res- the, resilience, the resilience is a big part of it. And finding that resilience it is glorious. It can do glorious things for you.
1: And some never do, Mish. Yeah. Uh, some never do find that.
0: Well, they get, it's so, there's, I mean, I think that you can get to a place where you just feel so down mm-hmm. and you're so far down. It's like. Uh-huh. why even bother? Why even bother? I'm going to get back up and then something else is going to happen. Exactly. And yet, you can say to them, you know what? You're right. You'll get back up and something <laughs> else might happen. Why? Uh, and then yes. you got to get back up again. And you'll you be know? better
1: to handle the next thing. You know, you can't just well, say it's all one story. It's like, man, I'm built up better to handle this next blow that may never come, but might.
0: So you're uniquely qualified to. <laughs> I hope. You're Maybe that's what happens sitting there in bed. To, I realize this. To, to, you know, talking about this and, and helping hope. people through. It. I love it. Yes. Yes. Ooh, and I. So what else are you doing?
1: Oh, man. You know, I have that. Paulcooktalks.com. So that's where I'm kind of starting that deal. Yeah, like it. (laughs) And uh, so I'm doing a lot of that and speaking. I've been speaking over the last year to parent groups, high schools, and junior high schools about a thing I developed called awareness parenting awareness parenting. And I, I think we talked about it before. Yep. You, you will talk to a nice person that has kids about drugs and, you know, uh, substances, And, and they'll always say, you know what, you just have to be aware. That's what you have to do. A talk's not going to do it. Be aware. And be I aware. always say, you do, you have to be aware of yourself. The awareness is in you, not of their little room where they might be hiding some weed. There's some of that, of course, and be aware of how your son or daughter is acting. But we send out so many messages, so many to our kids that will trigger experimentation. And we don't know it. About how we handle stress. Mm -hmm. How do we handle celebration? Is it always going to drink? Is it... Family members that maybe you're okay with substances. Mom and dad are not that big into it, like mine weren't. Right. But other family friends that the kid looks up to, or family, yeah, will be big drinkers and drunkers, and it just kind of sends that signal. That's how we celebrate, right? Or when I get home, oh, so dad's true. had a bad day, get him his yep. drink, you know, and how we do our media. Same thing. Are you Real Housewives of everything? I yeah, just call, are we
0: glamorizing?
1: Exactly. We're glamorizing and it and DVRing yeah. it, and the kids see you DVRing it. It's always about drinking. It's the Real Housewives of always drinking.
0: Oh, I've never watched the show. Is that what they do? Yes,
1: I'm i miss that. out. You are out. a new saint. You already were, but for not watching those shows, <laughs> I've oh, never really been. Your daughter's got a leg up to it. <laughs> she really does.
0: No, she she had to. I mean, I was like the X Files addict for oh, a while. Oh man, so. <laughs> me
1: too. We were too. My my wife. I love that
0: show. I, again, weird stuff like ooh, let let, the me, hurt, let me make my brain go ooh. That are out there. Oh, that's wonderful.
1: <laughs> well, you know, with your TEDx stuff, that's the same way. It always brings that brain out to Yes, new oh, perspectives. Oh my gosh. And I you always love said The aha. The
0: aha, the yeah, I I mean, it's just fun when people have taken something and said, "I'm going to look at it from this way." Yes. And let me see what happens when I look at it from this point of view and what I can do with this. And it it's I mean, seriously, brains are so fun. Like they're like the best thing ever.
1: That's a bumper sticker. <laughs> brains are so fun.
0: I mean, that's the. I mean, that was always my thought when I was a kid. I was like, oh, I'm so happy I have this brain because I get to do all kinds of things whenever I feel like it. It comes with me everywhere.
1: <laughs> everywhere I go. That's really funny you say that because I would say, Oh my god, I got this dang brain everywhere I go. It's me. I go there. I am. I'm tired of me again. Too much, Paul. Okay probably always brought up but yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh please come on you're hilarious and you know it mm. it's fun it's totally fun life is so fun. okay we are gonna take a break because you know what question time is next are oh, you boom i'm are nervous you ready
1: no not i don't think you can ever be ready for something like this coming
0: maybe not but we're gonna try okay, okay. <laughs> we'll be right back Okay, I am back with Paul Cook. My first question for Paul Cook you have written more than just Cooked in LA by Paul Cook. You have written sci fi books.
1: Uh, No, that's not me. That's not me. That's not me. I have written other books, but that's not me. The sci fi Paul Cook is not me. I know. Oh, all right. So let's. I'm so sorry. So that's okay. I've, I've talked to them too I, just like Mark well, Zuckerberg I've tried probably, to get them to take my name off but my question
0: it. was gonna be if we made a sci-fi movie out of one of your books what should our characters be so let's just make up our character. like we're oh inside who should we be
1: well my other book is Floyd in the Future Frog so that's future maybe that's why I have they put me with the books <gasps> yeah, of future he, he's sci-fi he's probably
0: he could be like your long lost brother he could, and you do that don't Paul even could hates me like I'm cousin. sure
1: because <laughs> he gets put in addiction and alcoholism all the time <laughs> I guarantee it.
0: So there the other Paul Cook out there is a sci-fi guy. Yes. We probably need to talk with him.
1: Wouldn't that be awesome?
0: I think we should do a podcast do with Paul Cook and Paul Cook.
1: Paul Cook and Paul Cook. And yeah. believe it there's like believe it or not there's like 20 of them in St. Louis.
0: And he re- so his sci fi book. So then I, I was going to say, like, what character would I be?
1: Yeah. Ooh, you'd I'm kind of ready
0: because I've got, no, I've bald. You have a crown. I have, no, I'm, so I'm bald and I'm thinking I could, like, and well, before I got my eyebrows done, I kind of looked like I could walk on any Star Trek set. <laughs> like, I, I could just be like, no makeup needed.
1: No undone. You have them done. So that's there permanently, <laughs> like the beautiful eyebrow you have?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, there's like a gal that, her, so Chris, her name is Christina Frazier. Yeah. She's out of Kansas City. But of she course. comes in here. But she does, she like does microblading plus other magical things that I don't really know. I just know she does a really good job. Wow.
1: Uh-huh. They look great. They always have. I noticed oh, that, that when you were you. on Y ninety eight with me.
0: My fabulous eyebrows.
1: Yes. Well your your, your sci-fi person them. would be, I just see these like um. <laughs> I don't know, like a sunburst kind of thing—not not sharp, but just kind of always there. A, a, some type of light in, around your head. But I'm not writing sci-fi books, so I don't know.
0: I am sorry, Paul Cook, that I thought you had done. You, I was like, I this love is, that you did the this research. This is like the Renaissance man. Yeah, he's he, done
1: it all. He's done books about everything. Where's writing? your cookbook? Yeah, I did I know, right? A cook, they put me in cookbooks too.
0: You should have a cookbook. Oh, though.
1: I should. Yeah.
0: A Paul cookbook.
1: I should. I. You know what's weird? I don't love food that much. <laughs> but you do you like you, you like candy,
0: right? I love candy. We could candy. do weird candy things. We could like make our own like we could. candy creation because there
1: are certain combos that work with other combos that don't work with others, and that could be the cookbook.
0: Yeah. All right. No. All right. Nobody take that idea. It's all right.
1: No, there's been like six <laughs> of them here. There's gold, baby.
0: All right. The, now I I have wacky questions. Why? Because it's you. Okay. So are we ready? Yes. What are you going to buy on Amazon next?
1: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. What am I going to buy on Amazon next? It will either be a fun camera, because I'm going to start doing some videos about this patient leader provider thing, or it will be a book. Have you
0: heard of a Mevo? No. My friend George Slaughter told me about a thing called Mevo, and it's like a TV studio in your pocket. Get out of here. Yeah, you're going to have to check it out.
1: I thought you were saying Wevo. There's a new thing called Wevo, the guy from Yahoo created it, and it's all of these people who've been sick. Patient leaders, they call them, kind of doing what I was talking about. Really? Yeah, W-E-V-O.
0: Patient leaders. I That's like that That's what they that call, call them. Thought. Yeah. That is cool. Very
1: so cool. we got Mevo, Wevo. to totally Evo. distract you on that one, though.
0: I'm sure there's other. There's an Evo is there, there Evo? There
1: is Devo. Did you ever hear this band called Devo? Love the Devo. They were hilarious. It's just the girl. It's just the girl. Lego the girl you hats. Want. Oh, that was good. <laughs> I, I talked know. during that. It's the girl. I hope people really heard it. This is awesome.
0: We could start our own Devo band. Like, what do you call those bands that like. Uh, tribute. The tribute band. De-
1: we are Devo because it had oh. to be awesome.
0: Oh, just the outfits oh alone, my God. and I don't know how to play any instruments, but I can pretend.
1: I can play the beginning of a lot of songs. I thought it was <laughs> cool, so I play the beginning of a Van Halen song. I can play at the beginning of like a, "She's a Little runaway. Oh, you would
0: be good on that old. Remember the show where they would do "Name That Tune."
1: Name that tune, maybe. I really choke up uh, at the, in the book uh, with game shows and on the spot stuff like that. I I'm don't not know good why at
0: trivia nights. You are. like me? Oh neither. No, I,
1: I do them a lot. I do this. As the guy. I go.
0: Like, I'll go. It's, I know, it, I can see it in my head. And then there's that person like, blah, blah, blah. They just like know right away. Yeah, it just they're comes like, straight out of their brain, through their mouth. like there's, crazy. Boom, off they go.
1: I feel like the St. Louis community has these superstars that know how to do that.
0: Yeah, they just travel from one trivia night Making to another. Money. And you got to have a lot of food you gotta have. The, that's one thing on i noticed table. about trivia
1: <laughs> and decorate your table for the love of god because i'm always the MC, which i'm trying not to do many more uh trivia nights but <laughs> so don't call fun, you for yeah, the next please trivia night. don't i okay. wish you well with your event i'll mention it <laughs> please you don't need a host don't do don't, it yourself don't, You'd be don't, great. Don't, please no all right
0: <laughs> okay what are your favorite pair of shoes ever Ooh, in your damn. lifetime your most favorite pair
1: in my lifetime.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's so like one pair that you still, oh, I love those wow, shoes.
1: Wow, that is a really good one. It's it a good is weird a boot. one. It's oh. a boot. That I got, I even wore it when I was on Channel 4 in 2005 to 10. Like, you'd have to wear these khakis and a nice suit. I wore a boot running around, but sometimes I would hit a slick and I'd slide (laughs) into the meteorologist. It was horrible because the heel was slippery. And and I was always running everywhere I went. Like, Paul, you're on in eight seconds. I'd be running, and then I'd hit it and off camera. There goes
0: Paul. Paul. (laughs) It just reminded me of that story. And then you hear the meteorologist, (laughs) ah.
1: (laughs) <laughs> exactly. And it, it, I take down the green screen, you know what I mean? And that did happen. Um, anyway, it's a boot that I got in Youth City at a great place that you could probably know the owner of. It's a local place that sells great jeans. Anyway, the boot has a ring, like a biker boot almost, and a flat tip, and I've had it resold twice, and I've had it probably 15 years, and I would could have worn it today if I had pants on.
0: But, I just didn't go with the shorts.
1: No pants. None.
0: <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing. That's it's why kind, we're at this point. This is desk. why I'm trying to keep my
1: <laughs> <laughs> Go on the other side, Paul. Come on. No, that would be Oh
0: it, my though. gosh, yes. Okay. So we still have time. Mm-hmm. And I want you to tell me you said you, inter- you that you interviewed The Rock.
1: Yes. And tell us some of the interviews you've done. Oh my gosh. Matt Damon. Share. Cher,
0: cool. Cher? Share?
1: The best interview I ever did. Well, and I like to do him face-to-face, so The Rock was face-to-face, which was awesome. Very cool. So great well, and Is cool. he,
0: like, humongous?
1: He is humongous. He's, <laughs> He's not as tall as you would think.
0: Oh, really? He's not as tall as you think, just, but like, he picture, is. I you're like, eight feet tall, like,
1: e- I am The Rock. E- enormous, wide, uh, muscular man with all these people around him. Maybe, I could be wrong, but he might be just, like, six one. I-, I could be totally okay. wrong with this. gotcha. But the best interview I ever did was Kevin Costner. Really? He was so grateful. The cast, Cool guy. And he had been on, it was something in 2008 that our program director had arranged. Uh, they were trying to get Obama elected. And, you know, you're on a radio station that probably doesn't take a position. Right. So that's how I talked to Matt Damon. And he was really, you know, Obama. When we got to Costner, it was kind of cool. He's like, I'm not going to tell you who to vote for. You know, it was really neat the way he did it. He was on the set somewhere. And he said, but here's what I like. You know, and it was just... it. It was something about a time in my life, too, around the opiate, getting that out of my life. It was just a memorable, wonderful interview. Oh,
0: cool. How Fun. Yeah, yeah. I. I. I would think I would be kind of like oh around you know yeah. major celebrity. I know. People, I used to do that. Like the A-list celebrity people.
1: Yeah, it is a little weird, but they're just people too, as everybody always says. Well,
0: yeah. But they but like that. It's respect, It's not like too. you see them running around St. Louis. In L. A., you do. Yeah, you did. Right. right and then, much and more. I know in L. A., you're not supposed to like run up to them yeah. and get. You, Let me take selfie Exactly. but they come to the midwest and they go oh I'm going to the midwest I'm going to crazy town I gotta take selfies with people people are gonna get crazy when they see
1: (laughs) me (laughs) I have to sign everything I know it's true in LA you're like don't even look up you're not supposed to look up you know it's like you're, you're supposed just to walk. just be
0: cool with it, like, yeah. yeah, hey Matt. Hey Matt. Hey Matt, what's hey, up, bro? <laughs>
1: I'll see you. We're gonna work maybe someday. <laughs> I know, and like if you see somebody with sunglasses and a baseball hat, not looking around, because some people do look around, you know, and you're kinda like, okay, they're you know, not famous. Right. But not looking around, baseball and hat, that's a celebrity. That's
0: a celebrity. Yeah. Ah, wow, those are the people I'll go bother when I'm in LA, then yeah. hey celebrity person, who are you? You Who's only under live there? once, man. Why not? <laughs> Get I arrested. Love it. All right, so you were on Y ninety eight
1: what times? I'm on Y98 from two to seven every weekday for the last 17 and a half years.
0: Dang, really that
1: long? It's nuts. I don't know how we got here. I really don't. <laughs> but yes, it's been wonderful. And then and you have
0: your not-for-profit show that uh, I got to be exactly. on. Exactly.
1: You were, I say, who did you love to interview the best? Ms. Hancock. Hello. Right here. Bing, Hello, bing, Hello? bing. Hello? Those kind well, of stars. Finally, bursts. we got there.
0: I was really feeding that to you. No
1: yes, <laughs> you were going there. No, you were really awesome. And that is yeah, that is called STL Voices. And we do it every week on all of our three stations at Intercom Communications and I get one a month. And I picked you.
0: Oh my gosh, thank you. Well thank you. I really it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was really fun. We gotta do it again. All right. Every couple weeks. Just give me a call. You're
1: like that though. We'll just
0: be like, let's just do something.
1: Contagious charisma. Bing. Hello. Right over there.
0: Oh my gosh, same you though. We like it's fun. Thank you. I'm so glad I know you. I, I, I wrote love and adore you.
1: I'm so happy, and I feel the same <laughs> way about you, honey. Be careful in Europe. Come back. <laughs>
0: I will come back. I okay. promise. I won't stay. I mean, you don't know, they, I believe me. I'm, I'm. I would love to, like, you know, I get it. You go on vacation, tell you like, we're gonna live here. Yeah, but like, really, you won't.
1: No, you say it all the time. <laughs> or the, we're coming right back here for our vacation. You never do. You don't. No, because
0: there's other places to see. It's exactly. kind of big world. You know, or it's kind of big. <laughs> It is, Big there's marble. a lot to do here.
1: A lot. A lot. That's why
0: aliens visit.
1: That's <laughs> why I appreciate you. All that you just said there.
0: Thank you, Paul Cook, for being Mish. here today. Thank I appreciate so it.
1: Thank you. Do we hug on the radio podcast? We'll
0: or? hug after. Okay. The, we, we'll hug after.
1: Okay. Peace. All right.
0: Everyone out, out. there, have a ple- Should we do radio voice?
1: Yes. Thank you. And you've been listening to Mish Hancock and Paul Cook on <laughs> Mishmash.
0: And have a pleasant evening. Thank you so for sweet. listening. Hello. <laughs> that was my jazz sound. <laughs> all right, everybody. Have a good one. Love you all. Bye.